Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast for cozy introverts. We're your hosts, Megan Myers. And Steffi Predmore. This week's episode, Meal Planning. Hello, Megan. Hello, Steffi. What's up? Well... I am super stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Tell the people why you're why you're stressed out. Uh, I mean, if you listen to the podcast at all, then you know that I have children who are in school, and COVID is making everything so exciting right now. Um, let's see. When this episode airs, it'll be about a week out from when my school, our schools, start. We start uh, really early, August thirteenth. Oh, that is early. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we did end like right, right about Memorial Day this year. So yeah. they have had, you know, a good amount of time, but it just seems to get earlier and earlier every year. Uh, yeah, I feel that. But as of right now, um, we've been wondering like, what the heck's going on? We literally like two hours ago got an email from the school district that was like, we're going to be completely virtual for the first three weeks, which... Hmm. We had already decided to be virtual um, right. for my family. Like, we got to have the choice. Uh, so for the first nine weeks, we had chosen to be virtual. But also, like, there's still so many unanswered questions about right. everything. And it's just really stressful. Yeah. Um, I have never been so happy to not have a school-aged child. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And especially, um, like it wasn't so bad when, with Max because he, you know, their, you know, first graders homework was like worksheets. Right. That's that's stuff you know how to help them with. Yeah. And it's super easy and like, it's still fun. So it's really easy to engage them with it for the most part. But like middle school homework is a lot of things and, um, it's just going to be a struggle, I can tell, because it was a struggle last semester, and I know they're already they're already saying like it's you're going to have to do way more work than <sighs> spring because spring we were just kind of like uh, you were kind of coasting really right, um, but now since we have to like take school seriously again, basically, Ugh, like it's all going to be so much more work, and so I'm just trying to figure out how to like is there even a way to prepare for that <laughs> situation, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. And then also on Saturday are we, so I texted you because we thought our freezer broke. Oh yeah. You had a bunch of water on your floor. <laughs> yes. I went out of the garage cause also our sprinkler system is not working, which is great in Texas in hundred plus degree weather. Um, I have a garden I'm trying to keep alive. I need my uh, tomatoes, people. <laughs> but I went out to the garage and I noticed this huge trickling line of water running through the garage down to the driveway. And I was like, hey, did you notice this? And my husband's like, yeah, but the door of the freezer's closed. And I'm like, <laughs> but you have to, maybe you should check the freezer. Um, and so the food was thawing. <laughs> Um, it was still cold, so it wasn't warm yet. So okay, I don't know. That's good. Yeah, so it was okay to refreeze basically. But we had to like 
gather all of the things from the freezer and like somehow shove them into our other freezer in the house. Oh, yeah, the tiny one. The tiny one, which was also mostly full of food already. Mm-hmm. And the garage freezer, which was full of food. And we had just gone to Costco like two days before that. Oh. <laughs> oof. Big oof. Um, yeah. And so then uh, we were like, well, what should we do? Should we get the freezer fixed? Get a new freezer? What should we do? I'm like, well, first of all, is the freezer actually broken? Like what? what actually happened here? Right. And I had a suspicion, and my suspicion was correct. And the, it, it was usually that is. one of the children had not closed the door all the way on the freezer because mm. it's not a great freezer, and you have to. It's a door. It's a stand-up freezer. You really have to like. You have to like it. shove it closed to make sure it's closed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, the kids just kind of like don't g- grab what they want and then just walk away, and the door like closes itself. Yeah, but not all the way. Yeah, we had one like that when I was growing up where, like, if you weren't, like, very mindfully closing it, you were fucked. Right. And so uh, we tested it by putting, like, some ice out there or some water, an ice cube tray with water in it and Mm -hmm. seeing if it would freeze. And lo and behold, it did. Well. (laughs) (sighs) But so we so it's not broken. Our food is fine. But we only moved back the, like, less important foods. So, like... Just in case. Like, the frozen vegetables and the frozen waffles. Right. Like, that kind of food. We, we put that food in the freezer, but we kept all the meat inside the house. That's probably that's probably a wise decision. Yeah. I would yeah. keep the ice cream inside the house, too. The good uh, ice cream. It is in the, in the house, yes. We don't have a whole lot of ice cream left at this point, but it is in the house. It's a good plan. Yeah. It's a good plan. Oh, girl, you are stressed. <laughs> but I have some tea, so it's fine. Everything's... I think you need something stronger than tea, but I, I applaud you for making the decision to drink the tea instead. It's a rabbit hole if I do that. Yeah, I I feel that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, definitely, definitely glad that my child is not in school yet. It's not even in preschool yet. We're not having to make those decisions yet. You know, we don't know when she'll be in daycare. So that's up in the air. But also, you know, we're sort of like you guys were when you said, you know, we'll do remote for at least the first however long um, mm-hmm. because you knew that there were other families who can't do that and they yeah. need those spots that's sort of how we feel about daycare like we know that there are families who can't afford to not be at work and so they definitely need those spots more than we do so it's just you know it's it's <laughs> life is real weird right now and we it just got to do the best we can. Yeah, we're all we're all trying. So. We're all trying. We're all trying. Woo. <laughs> glad you I'm glad we got that off your chest though. I mean, it's off my chest for a little while until they come up with some new letter of something else to stress you out. Yeah, it seems like I I don't say anything and then for like for like a couple days and then something'll happen and then I just have to like spiral scream, again. not scream, but like 
just do you scream non- inside your heart? I scream inside my heart and I talk <laughs> nonstop to my husband for like an hour about all of my problems. And he's just like, yeah, uh-huh. That's <laughs> pretty much what happens when I like have to unload at Alex. I'm like, I'm going to say some things. I have a lot yeah. of big feelings that I need to get out. I, that's like almost always how I how I uh, frame it too. I'm like I have big I have some big feelings that I need to get off my chest right now. <laughs> He's like, no, to just like brace himself. Yeah. Sometimes he tries to relate by like sharing an anecdote about something that's going on with him. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is my time. I am shutting you down. Goodbye. I, I need to get this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's fair. It's, they're just, it's stressful. They really are stressful decisions. This is not, e- this is not easy stuff because there's not really a right answer. I think there are yeah. maybe some distinctly wrong answers, but I don't think that there are any right answers. Does that makes sense. That does make sense. Um, it might, maybe it doesn't make sense to everyone, but we're kind of of the same mind. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, there are some decisions where I can go, that's definitely not an okay decision. Mm -hmm. But then there, if you look at all of the alternatives, you're like, okay, I guess I just have to pick the least crappy option. Right. So, I feel like that's just been a lot of this year. What's the least crappy option? What's what's the least crappy way to go? (sighs) Are you asking me or is that rhetorical? That was rhetorical. Okay. This is the question. It's the question that I ask myself a lot. I'm like, well, what's the least crappy way to go? Yeah. <laughs> but we survive and we live to see another day. We'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be good. We'll be good. So I know that when we are stressed, <laughs> like you are. I know for me, one of the first things that that goes when I am the stressed is cooking dinner. Absolutely. That is like the first thing to go out the window. Like, I nope, I we're ordering pizza. I'm eating popcorn. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Fend for yourself. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what happens in my house. Um, so it, meal planning becomes a little bit more important, I think, to at least try to alleviate how often I'm like, well, we'll just order pizza. (laughs) Right. Especially right now when, you know, you are trying to make the good choices, which means that like, I don't want to be putting restaurant people at unnecessary risk. Right. I don't want to be getting so much takeout. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's like exactly the time when we're like, but we're so stressed. (laughs) I just, can I just eat frozen pizza? I know. I... Right. And then, you know, the other thing for me is when I have a meal planned and I have the groceries, Mm -hmm. I am also, I'm less likely to deviate from the plan because then I know that that food could go to waste. Right. Especially if it's fresh food. Mm Mm-hmm. We tend to buy a lot of stuff where, like I said, we would go to Costco, so a lot of stuff is frozen a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, if we don't thaw it, 
we don't have to worry about it. But we do also get our CSA box. And so yes. it's always like, okay, we have we have to eat these vegetables. Right. Like if I'm doing something and I've got fresh herbs or I've got tomatoes or avocados or something that, could, you know, could go from perfectly ripe to over really quickly that I'm like, okay, I got to... I gotta actually make this um, so that I don't get too far off of my meal planning. But it is also, it's not always like the most fun thing that I do. So I go through, I personally go through periods where I am better about meal planning than others. Like I'll be really great about it for a few months and then I will just be really shit about it for like an equal amount of time after that and it just sort of rotates throughout the year I feel like I'm the same way and part of the reason for us at least is that um I mean I have older children who can have an opinion about their meals Mm, and uh so you have to kind of do this weird dance around like all the things that they'll eat Mm, mm -hmm. but make it so that it's not every day they're eat, making the specific five things that they like. Right. Because <laughs> if I ask them for input, then they're like, well, we should have pasta and we should have pizza and like two other things. And I'm like, but, but we can't have that every week. <laughs> do, do you have any, do you have any like days of the week where you do have like a, like a, a weekday tradition? So for example, one of my friends, they do Friday night frozen pizza. That's just their like family tradition is frozen pizzas on Friday nights. Um, do you guys do anything like that? Or do you try to keep it different every week? Well, we used to do Friday night pizza. Um, but it would be homemade pizza. Cause I, I like, I, for, for like a long time I was doing, um, those big batches of the like artisan bread that you like make oh, uh-huh. one and, on Monday and they just pull the dough out through the mm-hmm. whole week. And so the way that would work is that if I would make the dough on Monday by the Friday, you have like exactly the right kind of consist like wetness and size sure. and whatever for pizza. And so we would have it every Friday. Um, mm. But we got away from that, from making homemade pizza. And now we do try to have homemade pizza every couple of weeks but it's not always on friday i'm not sure why actually (laughs) i have a new my new tradition is mama does not cook on fridays that is a good tradition i don't really give a rat's ass what is happening in terms of that meal but i have decided i don't cook on fridays Because I get to Fridays and I'm exhausted. And so maybe maybe we'll start doing like frozen pizzas or something. Usually yeah. we just like run out and get something. But and that's our like weeknight that we eat out. Um, but yeah, that's that's my only tradition so far. But then I also I you know, I have friends that do like they do Taco Tuesday or something like that. Um or I mean, I do know people that have like a theme for every night of the week just to sort of make it a little bit more turnkey of them deciding like what those meals are going to be. They're not necessarily the same recipes every week, but it's the same type 
of, you know, maybe um, tacos on Tuesday and pasta on Wednesday and, you know, stir fry on Thursdays or whatever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I used to, um, so I used to be one of those bloggers who posted their meal plan every week. Mm. And there was like, it was back when people did linky parties. Oh, yes. In the olden days. (laughs) For people who don't know, a linky party is basically just like one person has the theme or whatever it is and then everyone comes and dumps their link in and you're supposed to go around and visit all the all the websites that are participating um and so i would participate in those but also i would read what everyone else would be making uh-huh. and i just found it like it was actually like a really fascinating like socio sociological experiment to see uh-huh. like, what other people feed for dinner yeah <laughs> i just thought it was it like kind amazing. Of interesting um but yeah a lot of people would be like they would it would definitely be like tacos or Mexican on Tuesday. They would have like meatless Monday, the, you know, whatever day would be a specific leftover day, whatever day would be a chicken day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, I've tried that sometimes, but I feel like it's just too structured for me. Yeah. Cause I like the flexibility, I think. Um, I don't know, maybe my, kids would like that more if it was more structured like that but then i i feel like we'd be stuck in like the rut of like well wednesday is pasta night and we're not having pasta how what's wrong with this situation like (laughs) and it would be like a whole deal that then i would have to atone for from my children i don't know shame 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 we're big on leftovers are you guys big on leftovers well so we I guess you have two growing boys. I don't know how often you actually have leftovers. It depends. Yeah, it totally depends on what we're making. Um, Like yesterday I made, it was supposed to be like a porchetta. Mm -hmm. um, Basically just like a rolled pork roast. Mm -hmm. And because it's a freaking pork roast, it was five pounds or something like that. Yes. And so we have tons of it left over. Um, That's not usually the case where we have a lot of leftovers, Mm -hmm. but we do like to have leftovers because we work from home and mm-hmm. we can have lunch then. Yeah, for sure. And even when I worked in an office, like I preferred to bring in leftovers. Um, I'm not super big on like sandwiches for lunch. Yeah. I go through periods like, where I'm like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll have a sandwich for lunch. And then I'm like, I do that for like a week. And then I'm like, yeah. Well, that was nice for the week. It has to be like a really good sandwich, like good yeah, bread, good all the good ingredients. It can't just be like regular. Whatever. If it's going to be, like, a regular whatever, then I have to, like, toast it. I have to... It has yeah. to be basically, like, a melt. Yeah. Which I can do because I work from home, but... Or, like, an... I like... Or, like, egg sandwiches or something like that. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we... Because it's really... It's just the two of us um, eating right now because the, the baby doesn't eat that much. Um, she eats, you know, smashed peas. Um... I'll make occasionally, I have a few recipes that I'll make and sometimes I'll, they either are recipes that make a lot or Mm -hmm. they're recipes that I will double and then we'll have leftovers for Alex to invariably have like a midnight snack (laughs) and then eat like a deli full of leftovers, (laughs) but then to still have enough for like lunch or dinner the next day or something like that. Um, 
I, I'm big on if I'm going to be making, like, there's certain things that if I'm going to be making them, I might as well make a double batch. Right. I might as well make more. Sometimes I'll freeze some, um, like, if I'm going to make chili, I'm going to make a big pot of chili. And if we don't eat it all that week, then I'll freeze whatever is left because then that's a quick dinner later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's certain things meals like that that you know if you're going through the effort of opening the cans to make a can to make a pot of chili make a big pot of chili and have a bunch left over because if you have the freezer space you've got somewhere to put all the leftovers to have you know when you are literally like i'm not fucking cooking <laughs> what am i gonna make and then you just pull it out and thaw it and it's done um, right yeah so the trick is remembering to pull it out and thaw it well yeah that's a it's a small detail <laughs> we do have that problem a lot actually even though so even when we meal plan um if i don't remember to like pull the meat out in time and it'll be like two thirty, and i'll be like oh no oh frozen yes uh which is also, I realize, actually not a great excuse because we do have a microwave with a defrost button. I mean, yeah, but, but usually uh, it's just some like, oh well, I guess we'll have a takeout. <laughs> it's really bad. I don't know. So I know that some people, when they're meal planning, they will basically make. They'll basically like take one day every couple of weeks or every month and do just like a shit ton of meals and then they're done for like weeks. I've never done. Have you ever done that? I have never done it, but I have always been like fascinated by it. Same. Um, I first learned about it through like that linky party thing that Mm -hmm. I used to do this website that still exists actually and expanded and has subscriptions and this whole business model now um, called once a month meals where they like give you the recipes and your shopping list and everything for like that month. And then you have like a cooking day where you just cook the entire day and like prep things. Well, you don't, sometimes you cook and sometimes you just prep Mm -hmm. depending on the recipe. But like, it seems like such a good idea, but also I, I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems like a lot. It like, does. I think it works um, better if you have like another person that you're doing it with. So, like, if you're mm-hmm. if you have a friend that also is gonna make all their meals for the whole month or whatever, then you can like share some of the tasks. Even if you're doing more, right. like you were just saying, like if you're making a big pot of something, it's easier to just make a bigger pot of it. So it's the same kind of concept where like if you're already chopping up some carrots, just chop more carrots. Right. Um, but as someone who has done a lot of like canning, which is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand times easier if someone else is doing it with you. Yes. Even if you're doing more in the end. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's true. Like, at least, at very least, having someone that can, like, wash dishes as you're going. Yes. Because, I, like, I feel like I... That's how I feel about, like, making Thanksgiving dinner. Uh-huh. Um, 
that it's a thousand times easier if you have someone there, even if they're not actually helping you cook, but they're like rinsing out the dishes or like washing the dishes because you only have so many bowls. Right. I have a lot of bowls and even I only have so many bowls. And then I'm like, crap, I've run out of bowls or I've run out of measuring cups. And then I have to start over. And the, the, the act of having to like stop, clean up the kitchen, wash everything and reset is because then once you've washed everything, you're like, uh, maybe I just stop. Like, yeah, like maybe this is just where I stop. So one of the things that they do that does seem do- more doable is um, like making these marinade kind of packets. Oh, mm-hmm. so they'll either do they're like soup packets or marinade packets where they have you know chicken or whatever, and then mm-hmm. they throw in all the marinade things, mm-hmm. and then they freeze that. Mm-hmm. So then you just, I guess the thought is that the, you then either thaw it and then do whatever else with it. But a lot of times it's like a crock pot meal where you just dump yeah. it all in. A couple people did that for my mom when she uh, when she was sick. Um, we had a meal train and a few people brought over basically like crockpot freezer meals that they had put together like you know where it's beef stew and you just Mm. add a bunch you know you add the stock or you add water or whatever and you put it in the crockpot and forget about it like that kind of stuff um and she said that several of them were really good um and they were really easy because then you know on a day where maybe she had just had chemo and she just really didn't feel good like she knew okay i had chemo tomorrow i'm gonna pull this out of the freezer pop it in the crockpot forget about it mm-hmm. and know that I have like a healthy dinner still at the end of the day. So that I feel like that kind of stuff I could potentially get behind. I just have to, I just have to do it. Right. Which is, <laughs> which is the problem. Which is the problem. And then I do also think about things like having the vegetables like I still have to make the vegetables right <laughs> right it's usually because the main problem I know it takes the most work I know because that's like the main thing yeah because unless it is like a beef stew or something where you're going to cut up all the potatoes and you're going to cut up the carrots and they're all going to be like slow cooked anyway so they can just go in the freezer mm-hmm. like you do you have to you you can't no other vegetable is going to last a whole month so yeah there, there's definitely there are some like holes there where you're like well i still have to do a side or i still have to do this mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i like it as a concept i would try it question mark <laughs> if we lived in the same town we could try it together if we did if we lived in the same town we could share custody of a cricket machine and meal plan together. <laughs> There's just so many good points here. I, I make like. a lot of I make a lot of compelling points. It's true. So uh, we have tried. Um, oh shoot! What were the What was the one that we tried? Plated the, um, like the Home Chef and the HelloFresh, like meal kits. Mm-hmm. Um, we did plated for a while. Um, again, it was like when my it was when my mom was sick, and just we were all just a little like cramped on time and brain space and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and um, that it was a nice like it was a nice option to have every every couple of weeks to have like two or three meals. Again, sort of like 
I said, like, when you're, when I'm meal planning and I've gone shopping and I've, like, I have the ingredients, like, okay, I know I have this stuff and I have to use it because I don't want it to go bad. Right. Um, it was, it was a nice way to just, like, kind of kick us in the pants, like, okay, you have this meal. It's mostly prepped. You just got to cook it. Just do it. Yeah, we have been getting home chef um, off and on for months. Um, I think I mentioned before that, like, basically that's kind of been teaching my husband how to cook. Yeah. Um, Because I have a food blog. It's not like he would learn how to cook from that. But (laughs) (laughs) let's be be honest. We cannot teach our spouses anything. No. They uh, also cannot teach us anything. It just doesn't work. Yeah, you know, if someone else is teaching, it's fine. It's yes. totally different, like, brain function, I think. Absolutely. Um, and it's been, it goes pretty well for us. But the problem is that, you know, they, the one that we get, you can, um, you can kind of pick your meals mm-hmm. a little bit. So each week they have a certain number of meals mm-hmm. yeah. that you can pick from. But a lot of the times... I don't like any of them. Or it's not necessarily that I don't like any of them. It's that I look at them and I'm like, yeah, the kids are not going to eat these. Uh, Or they have a lot of recipes where it's basically chicken breasts with some sort of sauce Mm -hmm. and then a vegetable side. And I'm always like, I can't. You're like, I could do that. Right. I can't justify paying this amount of money for (laughs) that. Yeah. Um, No, like some people can. It's fine. Right. But um, we already get chicken from the farm and stuff, so it's kind of weird. But the problem is that you do have to, like, update the selections each week. Oh. So if you don't tell it to, like, skip that week or if you don't remember to turn it off, like, if you're going to go. You have to either pick something or skip it. You have to pick something or skip it. And if you don't pick, it just sends you the default that they choose for you. Yeah, I think that only happened to us once. And then I I think I maybe set like a reminder or something um, to go in and either like skip that week or yeah. make my selections because I was like, well, crap. I think they probably sent me like a vegetarian meal and my husband hates vegetarian <laughs> meals. So I was like, I think, oops. I think what happened, so what happened is that uh, – like, it's happened a couple of times, but this time I had made, like, a printout calendar for our meal plans, and mm-hmm. I was planning the whole month, and I realized on, like, Saturday that our, because it gets processed on Fridays, and I realized, oh. like, maybe Friday, an hour after cutoff or something like that, that we forgot to t- <laughs> update it. And so I had all these meals coming. I'm like, but I already planned for the week. And I was super mad. I've been foiled. I know. I was so organized. I was foiled. But then I also realized I did not actually pick the meals. And I was like, oh, they're not going to. Yeah. That's such a bummer. That is a bummer. It's fine, but it's not. One of the things is meal is a, was lettuce wraps. Okay. Which, so Reese really loves lettuce, lettuce wraps. Okay. And Max hates them because he doesn't like lettuce. Mm. And so... <laughs> yeah, if you don't like lettuce, that would be a small deterrent to a lettuce wrap. It was a struggle. We had them for dinner today, and it was it was a struggle. Um, he was very upset. Does he just eat the innards without the lettuce? No, what happens is that he eats anything else that we've made to go with it, and then he just, like, pouts for forever. 
until someone like helps him with it and then we just let him eat it with a fork if for the innards <laughs> but he makes like a huge deal about it because he's a child and he's seven so uh, <laughs> but he also does this thing where like you you know when he doesn't like the food because he like slouches really low in his chair i can picture him doing it and like yawns a lot and like there's this thing where he's stretching all the time like he's so tired and he needs to stretch and move and everything but he's really just like avoiding eating <clears throat> do you I ever call- do you ever pull like a oh if you're so tired you should just go to go on to bed oh yeah he's like well i'm not tired i'm like uh-huh <laughs> but i've called him out on it before i'm like i know that you're not actually you know, you're just doing that so you don't have to eat your dinner. And he's like, I'm not. I'm like, you are. Yeah, you're full of crap. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what happens when you forget to turn off your meal kit. So mm-hmm. I think for some reason, our emails actually started going to s- the spam folder instead of... Oh, no. Because it's supposed to send you an alert in yes. your email. And I think it stopped doing that because I think they're going to spam. Oops. Yep. So you might just have like a a barrage of meals you did not choose coming to you soon. Well, so what happened when that happened is that I I logged in and immediately skipped it for the next week. That's good. (laughs) I wouldn't have to worry at least for a whole nother week. That was good. That was good. My mom was always my mom was always really good at the uh, at planning out her meals and her groceries and her grocery shopping. Yeah. Um, and a part of that was because we, there was only a period of a few years where we actually lived like really close to a good grocery store. Um, most of my growing up, we lived in some like smallish town or another and had to drive like, you know, probably at least 20 minutes to get to like a really good grocery store. And so it wasn't like we could just like pop, you know, pop five minutes over to the Kroger and pick something up. Um, We actually had to like plan it. She had to plan out the shopping, but she was also like such a, like a bargain queen. And so she was very much with the coupon clipping and like figuring out what had the best prices and all of the stuff that we talked about, like in our like finance and our budgeting episode. Um, but yeah, she was, she was really good at like sitting down, looking at the ads, figuring out what was the best price somewhere, like figuring out the shopping for the next week or two. And I'm like, I couldn't have inherited that. <laughs> it does like, take practice. I had to be like my dad and <laughs> just not great with the money. <laughs> it's totally a practice thing. Like. I don't know that it's something that people just inherently have. I mean, maybe some people do. Maybe. But I know that, like, we definitely had to work at that. I mean, I had to. I don't, yeah. My husband probably wouldn't be, like, he wouldn't even notice. He just usually is, like, what happens is that we go to the grocery store, like, or we go to Costco together, and I'll just start, like, getting all the things. And before we even get to, the, like, the dry goods, we'll be like, that's enough food, I think. <laughs> You're like, uh, like but Bob, do you know how this so works? <laughs> yeah. It's Costco. It, you're supposed to buy way more things. You're literally you supposed to buy all the things at Costco. <laughs> oh, bless yeah. his heart. That's funny. Um, 
but yeah, we used to, like I I used to be really good about doing that same thing where we I would like plan out the meals based on like whatever was on sale, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like, coupons because coupons don't really seem to be as much of a thing anymore. Um, but They're sales not. for sure. We have the only thing that we do with the sales. Alex has discovered that the Kroger that's closest to our house. They have really good sales on meat on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I can't remember if I told you this or not. Like, maybe like a month ago, he went to the store. He like ran to Kroger, got stuff for dinner, and he came home. And like 20 minutes after he gets home, he was like, man, Kroger had this giant brisket on sale for like nothing. And I was like, did you buy it? He was like, no. And I just stared at him. And he was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go back and get it. <laughs> and he came in. I shit you not, this thing was bigger than our baby at the time. This brisket was over 12 pounds. And it was like normally like a $70 brisket. And he got it for like 25 bucks. So we have 12 pounds of brisket in our freezer because we have like a we do have a big stand freezer and so when he finds like roasts or you know big cuts of meat like that on sale he can just like toss them in the freezer and then we just use them you know whenever um but that's that's the only like the big sale thing that he really is like oh there's a sale um is like on like roasts and giant <laughs> giant briskets <laughs> like one of our friends was like what are you going to do with the 12 pound brisket? And I was like, well, he's probably going to cut it in half and he'll probably smoke half of it. And he'll probably like, I don't know, turn the other half into like corned beef or pastrami or something. And then and he was not around when I said this. And then like a week later, he was telling someone about it. And they're like, what do you do with that much brisket? And he was like, I'm probably going to smoke half of it and like turn the other half into like pastrami <laughs> or corned beef. And I was like, I know you so well. <laughs> I think when you buy a brisket here, that 12 pounds is, like, probably the smallest you can buy. Yeah, it's a massive brisket here. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was, like, cradling it, like, it wants the baby. I was like, oh, look at you <laughs> with your little brisket baby. Aww. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they, we don't often find briskets that, especially for that good of a price. So, that's, like, the one, yeah, that's that's our one big sale thing. It's like, ooh, what's, what's the Kroger got on sale this Sunday? <laughs> We used to, uh, back when Reese was like really small, I used to go to this one grocery store that I think is not open anymore, but they used to have like insane prices on produce. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like all of their fruit would be like 99 cents a pound. And I'd be like, buy all the fruit because it doesn't like nothing is 99 cents a pound here. Right. Except for maybe like. You could maybe get avocados that cheap here. Um, I guess I don't know how much an avocado weighs. I guess you can get more than... It depends. Anyway, their prices are would be even less than 99 cents a pound, like 49 cents a pound. Yeah. And I would just go and buy, like, so much fruit and then come home and be like, I spent $8. I had $12,000, <laughs> This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, when we lived up in, uh, up in the Chicago area, there was this grocery store called Pete's Fresh Market. And that used to be our Sunday date is we would make our grocery list and we would go to Pete's and it was just this amazing grocery store that had um, 
like awesome prices on produce, like awesome prices on a lot of stuff, but then it also had tons of just all like every kind of international food you can think of. Uh, so we could just spend like hours just grocery shopping because we're <laughs> freaks. Uh, but yeah, it was a similar like you're like, oh, look at all this produce that I just got for nothing. Yeah. And also like really like weird exotic produce that you can't find anywhere else. You're like, look at this weird thing I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it just for shits and gigs. That does make it a little better than when your when your kids are like, I want to try dragon fruit, and you're like, okay, because you let them try new foods, and dragon fruit's like five dollars for one dragon fruit, and you're like, yes, cool, like "Mm, awesome. I'm glad you're gonna try this. I don't know that you're gonna like it, but we're gonna try it anyway. Yeah. When I was a kid, um, our like local grocery store had it was like fruit of the month club or something for all for the kids and so you had your little card and then you would go get every month was a different kind of like fruit and some of them were not exotic because it was a small town um but like you could get like some of them were like asian pears and star fruit and stuff that like wasn't as easy to find 30 years ago um and so, and I loved Fruit of the Month Club because then I got my free piece of cool fruit and I got to try some new things. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> it was great. Cool. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So I feel like every grocery store should do that. Get those, get those kids to try things for free for the parents. So do you do any sort of special like tracking system like i know we love our spreadsheet i do love spreadsheets you would think that i would have one but i don't i uh, yeah i actually i really love spreadsheets too but i really like to do meal planning on paper yeah i usually it's like yeah just like in a notebook or something like that I, you know what i really what i really should do is i should apply ade's like skincare tracking to like recipes <laughs> Because, um, so she has this very detailed, like, spreadsheet that she keeps. And so when she tries a new um, skincare product, she can, like, take notes on, like, what she liked about it, what she didn't like about it, so that she can remember later. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I should do that with recipes. Because I, like, I'll try something and then I'm like, did we like that? Did we not like that? What did we like about it? Did I change something about that? I feel like I did not make that according to the recipe, but I sort of did. But what did I change? Hmm, I don't remember. So I feel like I need a better system for just like keeping track of, I like this, but I changed 16 things about it. Well, you could just write in the cookbook. But sometimes they're online recipes. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, if it's a cookbook, I do that. But yeah. I am really bad about keeping track of, like, which recipes we've made. Yeah. I also have a lot of cookbooks that I haven't cooked a whole lot out of. Yeah. There's only, well, maybe just because it's recent. I was trying to think of, like, what recipes, like, what cookbooks we've cooked a lot out of. And the only one I can think of recently is Julia's cookbook. Oh, we cook out of Julia's a lot, too. We've Um, been making the curry or the the tikka masala a lot because the kids really like it. It's really good. So uh, our friend Julia, she's uh, the blogger at The Roasted Root, and her cookbook is Paleo Power Bowls. And it's awesome. It's a great cookbook. And it's great if you're not paleo because neither of us are paleo. Right, yeah. Because she gives you you some, like, um, different dietary, like, swap-in suggestions. So she might make something and she uses cauliflower rice, but you could use, you know, basmati rice or jasmine rice or whatever you want. Um, 
and or she might use ghee and you can just use regular butter um, all that kind of stuff so I it's a her recipes are always really good she has a lot of really good slow cooker recipes on her website um lots of like slow cooker like chilies and soups and stuff that are really good I make a, a lot of her recipes yeah just became the the julia ad hour but well i was gonna say i mean the tikka masala recipe there she actually has another version of it on her website that's like for the instant pot oh yeah we made that last week yeah because the Mm -hmm. one that i make is the one that's in the cookbook which is basically the same but you make it it's like all you know Mm -hmm. in the oven and on the stove and stuff but Mm -hmm. yeah we made the instant pot one last week um because our neighbor um his he it's a long story anyway he has a friend (laughs) that he has a friend that makes amazing indian food and she made uh chapatis and so he gave us some and so then we the next day we made the um tikka masala to have with that so um but yeah her stuff is her stuff is really good um i feel like there's another one that i've cooked out of recently and i can't remember what it is off the top of my head um Oh, my friend Stephanie has one that is an instant pot cookbook um, that I've made several things out of that's really good. Um, I'll link to that one in the show notes, too. Um, I love our instant pot, though. I thought when I got it, it was going to be like, I'll make some beans in here. (laughs) We use our instant pot all the time. Alex makes, um, he makes Italian beef sandwiches. Oh, nice. In there. Um, So he can and that's nice because he can think at like noon he can be like huh i think maybe i'd like to have italian beef for dinner and he can still go to the store get the stuff and we can still be eating at like a normal time yeah so god bless the instant pot because lord knows otherwise we'd be eating at 10 o'clock all the time i mean honestly for meal planning it's like amazing tool it is because it does everything it does everything the only thing is that it's sometimes annoying because i like, honestly, I probably need two of them <laughs> because we make a lot of dishes that need rice. Yes. And I have so, thought that too. Like I should get the little one to put just to cook rice in. Uh, I have thought that too. <laughs> uh, because there's man. so many things that we make where I'm like, well, like the curry or yes. the tikka masala, like we eat it with rice, but I make the rice in the Instant Pot, which is why I make the tikka masala on the stove. Yes. But if I had two instant pots like i know how to make rice on the stove yeah it's a pain in the ass but it's so much easier in the instant pot it is it is really so much easier on the instant pot you don't have to worry about it boiling over and all of that stuff um it it, does your instant pot um is it slow cooker function kind of funky have you used the slow cooker function i do use the slow cooker function a lot because um I do have another, I have a slow cooker as well, mm-hmm. but it's like a, a rectangle shape. Oh, uh-huh. So depending, like if I'm making stew or something, it doesn't, yes. it's not really great for that. Sure. Um, so I do use the Instant Pot for slow cooking. Um, it seems fine. It's just more like, uh, because it has that seal situation, it's yeah. a little harder to like open and things like that. Yeah. But the cooking is fine. Ours, for some reason, like, our slow cooker function isn't fabulous on our Instant Pot, which is fine. We have literally three other slow cookers. <laughs> Two, six-quart, and then a three-quart. Because I had 
I had the I had like the three and a half quart and Alex had a six quart when we moved in together and then we got a more fancy six quart Mm. when we got married one that has the like keep warm function and like the timers and stuff like that on it yeah and we just didn't get rid of the other one because we do it is very handy to have multiples like for like thanksgiving dinner right (laughs) and then we got the instant pot so (laughs) i should say we actually do have two slow cookers because i also have the the dip size one (laughs) Oh, that totally <laughs> counts. The dip size one is very important. It's like I, two quarts, maybe. I, I would love to have a dip size one. <laughs> I felt very frivolous buying it, but as soon as I bought it, I was like, this is amazing. Well, so. yeah, I mean, if you entertain it all, it's like a perfect little, it's like a perfect little doodad to have. This has gone off into like a, a gadget it's tangent fine. a little bit, but. It's fine. We were it's talking fine. about slow cookers We were talking about earlier. We sure were. I mean, um, I feel like if you're going to meal plan, I do legitimately, though, feel like a slow cooker and your Instant Pot are really great. The other gadget that we love way more than we thought we were going to is the air fryer. I have still, I've really been on the fence a long time for about the air fryer. But we, I have heard that you can get a special lid for your for instant, instant pot. pot. I'm super curious about that because we actually we have a separate air fryer. It's not small, mm-hmm. so it does take up a fair amount of room. The one that we got it, the one that we have is fairly decent size. But we do like I can fit an entire chicken in it, um, and have, um, and I do use it all the time because I can roast veggies in it. Um, I mean, aside from making like tater tots in like 15 minutes without having to preheat the oven, <laughs> which is extremely important. Um, it is great because especially during the summer, I can like roast like potatoes or something without having to heat up the entire kitchen by turning the oven on. Yeah. Um, so I do really like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I use it a whole lot more than I thought I was going to. But, yeah, I've been very curious about the the air fryer lid for the Instant Pot. Because I do feel like if someone has an Instant Pot, that would be a good option for them if they want to have an air fryer but don't want to have a separate appliance. They don't have space for all the doodads. Lord knows I do not have space for all the doodads. <laughs> and yet, here we are. I have space it's just that it's more about just having. It's just the the idea of having another thing, yet another that I'm not. I don't know if we item. would use. Yes, yeah, I feel that. And I, I also that. worry that we would just like make excuses to use it because, like, mean, if we got an air fryer, then they'd be like, "Well, now we can have chicken wings all the time. Now we can have French fries all the time." And I'm like, "But can we? Like, can we can, but should we?" Makes really good roasted Brussels sprouts without having to turn the oven on. I do really like they roasted get, Brussels sprouts. I know. They get really crispy. It's really nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I feel like... I feel like... Here's my thing about the, like, the doodads and the gadgets. If it is something that is going to make you actually cook more and, like, do more meal planning because you have this thing that makes it so much easier and faster for you to do whatever... Do the do, do cook with the doodads. Um, because yeah. I, I know some people that like really hate on the instant pot, 
They're like, not everything needs to be made in an instant pot. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I, I get that. It, they're right. Not everything needs to be made in an instant pot. However, I also think that the popularity of the instant pot has made some, has really turned some people onto cooking at home in a way that they probably didn't before. So you know what? If someone wants to make macaroni and cheese in the instant pot instead of boiling the noodles and, and like doing it on the stove, power to them. Let them do it. <laughs> like, I think it's probably true. They're cooking at home. The thing about the instant pot, is, like people, I don't, I don't know why people are being like backlashy about it. It's super weird. But if you think back about like, you know what, what kitchen appliances have really come out you know like right. in our lifetimes that are brand new that people have even like embraced on mm-hmm. such a level because i'm trying to think of something i'm sure like the last time was probably the microwave well There's... i was thinking it's the slow cooker yeah um which is basically kind of the same as the instant pot where i'm sure when the slow cooker they were probably like why first came out people were probably like you don't have to make everything in the slow cooker right but you're not gonna use that (laughs) people are super busy Mm -hmm. and like we just talked early like 20 minutes ago about how we are tired yes (laughs) and that means that you can't always like spend an hour making dinner every night especially in my house where i have three men yes men children who (laughs) (laughs) eat their meals in like five minutes yeah so you spend so much time cooking and then the food is gone within 10 minutes yeah and then you spend the rest of the time cleaning (laughs) that's the worst part yeah that is legitimately the worst part yeah i like when i can like throw i'll throw like a pot of chili into the instant pot and i'll pressure cook it for you know however long and then it's it's like it sat on the stove for forever but Mm -hmm. it didn't and also i like doing that as well like same with the slow cooker because i feel like i can actually walk away and forget about it Mm -hmm. whereas if something's on the stove and the flame is on i i need to be a little bit more vigilant about not just like walking away and ignoring my kitchen for an hour um or feel like i really should be better about that so (laughs) safety um but I can just walk away. Sometimes I need to walk away and go do other things because I have a child and I need to fold laundry or I need to feed her or I need to do literally anything else. Yeah. For the 30 minutes that it cooks. Oh, um, okay. Have you watched Nadia's Time to Eat on Netflix? I have not had time to watch it yet. The irony. Okay. <laughs> It is so sweet. I love her, first of all. So Nadia, oh, shoot, what's her last name? Uh, I don't remember her last name. I don't remember her last name, but she she's won. She's on Great British Bake Off. Yeah, did she win? She won. She was a winner? She won? Uh, Question yeah, mark? I want to say yes. I think she won. She's amazing. And she has a show on Netflix called Nadia's Time to Eat. Um, and it's done in... Um, Britain. So there's definitely some, um, there are some ingredients or some meals that are very British. Um, But 
she has a like her entire premise is look you don't have you're busy you don't have time to just make a gourmet meal every night taking some shortcuts doing some like cheats are is totally fine if it's getting you in the kitchen and you're making a meal Mm-hmm. And so, like, every episode, she's, like, helping someone figure out, like, she gets in the kitchen and shows some things, but then she also, like, gets in the kitchen with, like, a, a viewer, basically, um, and helps them figure out, like, here's a recipe that you can make for your family on a weeknight or whatever, um, after you get home from work, whatever it is. And actually, the, one of the things I really like about it is that she actually makes them make it. Uh-huh. Instead of, I don't, like, you know, some shows where, like, the chef is there, but the chef's really making it, and they're just sort of, like, showing the person. Yeah. She actually, like, this one lady, like, has a brand new baby, and so the entire time that the, she's in the kitchen with this lady, uh, Nadia is has the baby, like, sleeping on her. She's just, like, over in the corner, like, bopping around with the baby. She's like, oh. okay, now cut that up and do that and do this and do this, and, like, making the mom <laughs> actually do it. Um, but it's super cute. And there's actually some really great looking recipes on there that I want to try. She does these like instant noodle things, um, where she makes like a, a really flavorful like paste that then you keep in the, um, as like a broth base that you keep in the, in the fridge. And then you like add it to your bowl with, um, like those, um, the noodles that cook really fast and then you and you know whatever veg and you know meat or whatever you want in it and then you pour the water over it and sort of let it sit sort of like fancy cup of noodle um but and um Ade has tried it and she really likes it a lot that recipe a lot so um definitely worth watching because it's a lot of her stuff is very much along the lines of what we're talking about like you can do it it takes a little bit of planning, but also, like, if you need to cut a, like, quote, cut some corners, it's totally fine. Just do it. Right. Not everything needs to be restaurant-style quality stuff on a fucking Tuesday. <laughs> also, spoiler, married to a chef, we eat a lot of frozen pizza. Like, I'm just, I'm just telling you, every single chef I know eats way more, like, prepared food than you would think. Because okay, they get well, home and they're like, well, farts. Yeah. <laughs> Inquiring minds, though, I need to know what kind of frozen pizza you guys get. Um, well, it depends. Um, we really like the Screaming Sicilian, uh... We, there's a few, a couple of the DiGiorno ones that we really like. Um, Home Run In has pretty decent um, pizza. Honestly, you sometimes Jack's is just perfectly fine. Depends on what level of drunk we are <laughs> when we're buying the pizza. Like, what level of drinking we think we're going to be doing. <laughs> I don't think I've had a Jack's pizza in, like, 20 years. When you're drunk, the Jack's pizza is perfectly acceptable yeah they, i don't think they sell them down here i think that's a midwest thing yeah um that's so funny though <laughs> jack's pizza man i mean if you're gonna be like bougie then it's like the DiGiorno or the screaming sicilian but sometimes we're not bougie sometimes we're just like this pizza will do yeah it will feed me it will keep me fed <laughs> until i can eat better i eat a lot of box mac and cheese like i just i don't care 
So if you think, if you're like over there thinking like, oh, my neighbors with the, with the, the, the CSA and the food blog and the, the husband that works at the restaurant, they're just eating so much better than we are. We're not, I promise you we're not. Maybe one day a week, maybe we are. But the other six days a week, we are absolutely eating like garbage. It's fine. We eat a lot of uh, ramen squares. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you just really need that hit of salt, you know? I mean, sometimes you do. Yeah. Sometimes you do. So, you know, don't beat yourself up. I think that's the punchline. Do what you can. If If all you end up doing is, like, planning out a couple meals a week, if you're doing no meal planning right now, and you're like, I need to be better about it. I need to be better about it for my finances, for my health, for whatever reason it is that you think you need to be meal planning. Mm-hmm. And you're doing absolutely nothing right now. Start with like, plan two meal two meals a week. Yeah. Don't don't come out the gate and be like, I'm going to plan a full month of meals. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> or just, I mean, just start like we were saying. You do like a night where that's themed and Mm -hmm. so that's a really good place to start where you're just like we like tacos we're just gonna do taco tuesdays absolutely start there absolutely like pick a baby step and like figure that out don't feel like you have to go full out straight out of the gate because you're just gonna overwhelm yourself and i am a big believer in starting with baby steps so start with the baby steps do a little bit and then when that becomes a habit, then you can add a little bit more and you can start thinking ahead and maybe you start making breakfasts on Sunday nights and then you have breakfast for the week planned out. You know, that's a great way to that's a great way to like start your day off really strong too. Sunday nights, I'm going to make a big batch of steel cut oats and then I'll have steel cut oats for the rest of the week or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, just baby steps, y'all. Sometimes that's the only way that we get through, <laughs> especially in these crazy times. Absolutely. <sighs> so. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> Deep breaths. Big oof. So I know that you have been stressed to the max. I have been. But I know there's got to be something that's bringing you joy. Even if it's something little. What is it? Well, so this is kind of funny because we were just talking about meal planning, but uh, on Sunday, we got takeout from uh, our favorite sushi place in town. (gasps) We have not gotten sushi this entire time, which feels like a really long time for us because we really love sushi. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And I'm not sure why we haven't yet... um, Partially, I think, just because we were, you know, like, we have to pick up sushi and bring it back. And is it going to be good getting takeout sushi and this whole situation? But the restaurant is, like, they can seat, like, 20 people normally. Uh (laughs) It's really small. Yeah. Um, But so I was thinking, like, on on Saturday, I was like, I don't really... I have to make this porchetta, but, like, you have to make the roll and then it has to sit so it's not going to be ready and I right. hadn't planned that properly and so I was like we haven't had sushi in so long 
let's get sushi. And my husband's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to be good or whatever. But then we ordered the sushi. We ordered so much food. (laughs) That was your meal planning. (laughs) It was like, we ordered, so Max doesn't eat sushi. So we had to get fried rice for him. And it was like a gigantic thing of fried rice, right? Which we did not know, and it's it came, never a normal amount. Of and it fried came rice. with soup too. And we're oh like, wow! Yeah, and then uh, Reese does eat sushi, so we got like two different kinds of rolls for him. And then I picked out a roll, and then Bob picked out like two more rolls, I think. But then he also wanted chicken wings, and we also <laughs> we also always get pot stickers. Yeah, and so. It was just... It was if you don't like, get pot stickers, you're a heathen. Right. Like, that's what my kids live for is pot mm-hmm. stickers. Uh, and it was just so much food. We, like, we got it and unpacked it all. And we're just like, um... <laughs> okay. But it was so good. And I was oh, so, so happy good. with that getting sucks. sushi. That sounds so me, good. It just made me really happy. That's like when we order, like, Chinese food. And then it comes and there's five, like, fortune cookies. And you're like... So that's how many people you thought were going to eat this food. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually just two of us. <laughs> how, how, many, uh, how many pairs of chopsticks did they include? Like, ah! just really, just really like to have leftovers. I get too much food. It's like that one time we, uh, so a few months ago we did like a team lunch. Mm-hmm. And I ordered food and it was so much food. <laughs> like oops because i was like well we have like this budget to spend and i'm like i'm gonna order it from this uh from the vietnamese place that i like because oh my gosh you can get so much vietnamese food for i know i got nothing. like i got like a vermicelli bowl and then i got they had steamed pork buns and they also have like really good uh egg rolls and i'm just like um maybe that was too much food because it was like a lot <laughs> Like, I could have just gotten, like, the steamed pork buns, and that would probably have been fine, but... Shh, it's fine. I know. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's funny. What about you? So, after we got done recording last week, I went and I watched The Babysitter's Club. Yay! It was... (laughs) It was so good. 11 out of 10. Would it recommend. Is, it is amazing. It's it is awesome. so good. Like, it was so sweet. And you're right. I loved that they, like, updated. I was texting a friend. She started watching it this week. And, like, she texted me yesterday. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they added, like, this this thing to it. And it, I don't know. It's just so sweet. And I think it teaches so many, like, good lessons. And there's it's just a great way for kids to learn about all sorts of different topics and you know because one of the girls is type 1 diabetes and they talk about that and one of the they one of the kids that they babysit is trans and they talk about that and but it's just like in a really like natural way yeah it's not cheesy it doesn't feel forced yeah mark evan jackson is everything i wanted him to be (laughs) We have Always. an unhealthy obsession with Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's fine. Um, yeah, it was it was yeah. so good. It was really cute. And now I want I want more episodes. I know my so my older son watched it all. Oh my gosh! Unprompted, he just so saw. Cute. So he just saw it like pop up on the Netflix like thing where it was like, you know, it shows a little preview sometimes if you're uh-huh. doing scrolling through things, and he's like. 
I guess he must have thought it looked interesting enough, and he, so he watched it, and he watched, like, all of it in a couple days. Oh, my gosh, I love it. I know. I love it. When, um, in the episode where Christy gets her period, yeah. and, they, and, like, her mom's getting married, and she's... Go, she's leaving for a honeymoon or whatever, and then she like comes back and they're talking, and I was like, they're not gonna finish this conversation without Christy telling her she got her period, is she? I know. I, I was had this mother daughter moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on pins and needles, waiting for the like sweet mother daughter moment. <laughs> it's just, it was everything. So if you guys have not watched it, you have to. I know it sounds like it sounds it well. And, like, there was a conversation about it in the Binge Mode Facebook group that I'm in. And it was so funny because it was, like, all of us, like, 30-somethings being, like, some some of us have kids. Some of us have like, – some, some of us have kids, like, like yours that are, like, the right age to watch it. And they were, like, yes, I've really been enjoying it. Like, my child was watching it and really enjoyed it. Some of us have babies that are clearly not watching it, but we're, like – this show's great. And then some of us were like, I don't have kids, but this show is the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) So it is, it's just one of those very funny, one of those very funny things that like the bridges, bridges generational gaps just because it's so nostalgic for us, but then like so updated in a way that's so great for, for kids nowadays. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I do like it. they made a lot of really good changes. I think because um, mm-hmm. I like I like that they were like, well, it's a babysitters club, blah blah blah. And like in the books, there was always like a central like babysitting problem. Oh, mm-hmm. but I feel like in these episodes they made it definitely more like about the girls and the girls' mm-hmm. issues and stuff. And I really like that. Like in that wedding episode, like that doesn't happen in the book. I don't think. Yeah. I think it's, like, a totally different plot where they're, like, I don't know. It's all about, like, kids being at the wedding. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just just like it so much. And I'm sad because they probably won't be able to do another season for a while. Probably not. What a bummer. Yeah. They'll do Babysitter Zoom Club. (laughs) They could. It was, like, they could. Well, now um, I feel like I feel like Mark Evan Jackson needs to do a special podcast of the Babysitters Club. And oh my god, I really hope he does recaps of all of those episodes. Oh my god, I really love. We it. should start tweeting at him until he does it. Yes, I just want to. <laughs> I just need his like silky smooth, buttery voice in my life. Ugh, I love him so much. <sighs> um, I feel like there was. I feel like there was one thing. Oh, the only thing that I was like. Ugh, is that they did? They did. A, I think they did a really good job of diversifying the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, except all the boys were white, and I don't like that. Uh, like all of their like little love interests were like all these goofy looking white boys. Well, I guess that's true, but one of the. I mean, hmm. I, I mean, like the main characters were characters of color, so like. That's important. <laughs> but I was also like, I want somebody to. I just, they're all these like goofy looking white boys. That was That's my. True. O- that was my literally my only thing the whole show. Maybe they'll. I mean, maybe they'll, I was gonna say maybe they'll change it a little um, when they do next season. Yeah, maybe we get to like an actual boyfriend, like 
something of me, a person of color. But that was that literally my only thing. I do think later on down the road, there is, isn't there a love interest for Jesse? Uh, oh, I maybe. Remember. I don't remember. I know there was a, there's a boy ballet dancer. I remember that. Oh, yeah. But I do not remember anything else about him. <laughs> It was literally. It was else. a really long time ago that I read those books. Yeah, I I have really very foggy memories of the books. Um, I remember enjoying them, but I like I had to like I remember like I texted you and I was like, was Christy this annoying in the books? <laughs> you were like, she definitely was. Yeah, okay. yeah, she definitely was. <laughs> definitely. So, to recap, just meal plan and watch the Babysitters Club. <laughs> And when all else fails, get pizza. Like they do in the Babysitter's Club. Like they do in the Babysitter's Club. Well, next week, we are going to return to one of our favorite topics, the Enneagram. So whether you are wanting to look even further into your wings or figure out why you do the things that you do, join us right here next week as we dive even further into it. So until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd Rather Stay in Podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners. Bye.